Hello and welcome to the Every Other Saturday podcast, our brand new episode this week where um, obviously another week in the life of Rangers, it's not going to be straightforward is it, um, we had a cup game against Morton that we'll cover um, which has raised a lot, of, a lot of questions about this team again that we've not really had the answers to what um, what this team's capable of yet, what the tactics are, what Michael Beale's actually trying to do. Another game kind of highlighted that for us um, against Morton, obviously we get the victory which is all fine and well when you look at what happened yesterday in Celtic out of the Cup. So these Cup games, the more you kind of look at it, it was actually a better weekend for us because we get we get through. Mm. A lot of questions going into it, which is a massive game. This is Michael Beale's biggest game as Rangers manager so far. PSV, cool. last season, Gio took them uh, toe-to-toe. Can Michael Beale replicate that and get us through? We'll talk about it and we'll give our thoughts on the situation with Yanis Hadji at the moment and the squad that he's selected for for the game. But if you could mm. um, like, subscribe and share, always very appreciated um, as we keep getting loads of support on Twitter. And obviously people don't like every opinion. It's brilliant to see so much debate over there though. Um, <clears throat> and obviously the YouTube's getting um, good attraction now as well. So appreciate all the, the fans clicking on the videos and following on Twitter. So first off, uh, we'll go on to the Morton game. Sam Lammers there, he's just a bit too big to fit on the the screen. Um, <laughs> Sam Lammers, I mean, a guy with all the technical ability in the world if we start on him. Uh, but for me, just that's three or four games now. Uh, he's kind of not been in the game at all. He's picking up nice areas. He's not really doing much, though. Um, and that's an area of the pitch for me that's that's really questionable at the moment. Um Obviously, we go into the side that they played the game. We knew there was going to be rotation in the side. I was expecting Robbie McCrory to come in and go right enough. I think, again, highlighting what is Michael Beale doing in that position. Obviously, Butland was fantastic against Servette, but I'm pretty sure Robbie McCrory can come in between the sticks for a cup game against Morton at home and, and play. I think that's kind of... I have problems with Michael Beale in aspects of the way he's using the squad. Dujon Sterling obviously came in for a, for a start struggled at right back. I know it's not his game going forward. I know he's more of a defensive-minded fullback, but I think with the with the system we're trying to play, why buy or why go out and get a, a player like Dujon Sterling if he's not anything like what we're trying to do? Because obviously, if we change the, the style and the system when we play teams like this and put Sterling in, it would benefit him more. But I think he's just trying to replicate Tavernier and that's just not his game. Um, nah, I think... Again, he had he's he's going to feature for me in a in a formation. I think we should be playing more often, which is like a three five two kind of formation. He slots in at right centre back, and I've I said that when we signed him. If he plays at right centre back, him and Tavenier can kind of interchange into that position, and then I think that would work a lot better personally. Um, if he's taking these defending first, there was some parts of the game I liked, as I say, but uh, he's still got a lot of work to do. I think to to take that position. Golden and Balligan, pretty standard. Morton never really offered up too much, um, apart from the, the penalty. <clears throat> um, aye, largely untested, uh, the both of them. Uh, John Lee Efeco, though, coming in for a start. Surprise start for me. Um, I didn't expect him to get a start. Really nice to see him continue on for where he was at pre-season. Um, I thought he made some really good tackles, set the tone kind of early in the game with a, with a big tackle in the first half. 
Obviously, there's a few moments in the game that he needs to brush up on as a young guy, but this is his first competitive appearance for Rangers. So, good showing for him. Um, looking forward to hopefully seeing more of him throughout the season. Sifuentes, again, was good. Not Nothing too glamorous, nothing too major, but he does the work in there and he keeps the team kind of ticking over. Lindstrom, I mean, I just don't understand why this guy even plays for us anymore. <laughs> he wasn't... Um, like absolutely woeful as he has been at times this season. But I mean, against Morton, he could have slotted in that Morton team and it wouldn't have made a difference. Like <laughs> I'm just so uh, far gone with John Lundstrom. I'm at the point where I'm like, see if he's used as a centre half option, I'll be more than happy now. Like I just I can't stand the guy now. Nah <clears throat> I think if he's in the same boat as you mate. Um no, nah, I was as I say, I was away. Shocked by obviously Button being in as same as you. I thought maybe a good chance for maybe McCrory to get him a couple of minutes in there. Sterling, you were expecting those kind of hang me. But and also when I seen the team shooting, I didn't see my boy was uh, was on it. I was disappointed. But I knew Lundstrom would be on it. You know what I mean? That's Bill's boy, so again, mm. we'll put him. Yeah, Lundstrom again you expect him to come in, obviously he missed out with the mm. travelling squad and stuff. Um but I am at the position where I'm taking him as a centre half more comfortably well, than as a midfielder, you know. I, I, I like that. I like that idea. Of maybe just part of them in a certain half, especially when we're lacking and it doesn't look like we're going to go out and spend the money on a left certain half. So he's just too slow as well for the midfield. I just uh, don't think he accommodates the midfield at all anymore. You look at the kind of ball winners and the the pace we've got in the middle of the parts. If Fuentes, Raskin, and Cantwell, when they play together, it's it's dynamic. It's quick. It's what you want for your midfield. And you put him in, it just slows it down. Yeah, no, definitely. I could. I like that kind of option. Maybe playing him centre half, but. I mean, obviously we heard the day. There's one or two maybe going out. Um, get home your hands here. Maybe he's he's one of them that's going out. Um, nah, I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't expect it yet. Personally, I just can't see. No, I don't expect it, but you know, I mean, if you had the sense, but as I say, I don't. We'll get on it. I don't think this manager does, but I. Um, Kieran Dow next to to John Lundstrom again. Kind of when we went behind in the game, he kind of drove the team forward, and I've liked what I've seen for Kieran Dow so far. I think he's kind of one that's continuing to go under the radar a wee bit. Obviously scored that screaming against Livingston, opened his account for, for Rangers, and I'm hoping he can add more of the, the goals for, for midfield, because I think he'll be kind of a useful player. I don't think he'll start all the games, all the big games are in, but I think he's a, a fine option in the middle of the park for what I've seen so far. No, I mean, I'm the same as you. I like, I like Dow. Um, I think he's definitely one of them, as you say, probably going under the radar so far, but as the season goes on, I think he'll be, as I say, a big player for us. And then, obviously, I was really happy with Rabi Matondo getting his start. Um, he deserved that after his, his impressions he made um, the week prior. Again, he started the game on fire. He started the game really, really forward-thinking. Um, he was unlucky not to have a couple of goals. I think he was the only player in the first half that really wanted pass marks, to be quite fair to you. And that's not just me saying it, because, again, if you've watched the videos for the longest time, I've basically just always backed the guy. But... Um, no, I think he's he's given us a different option out there. He looks like a player that's putting me a lot more confidence than than he did. He's not making silly mistakes. He's he's trying to take players on and he's he's providing good balls into the box. And I think he could be a really useful player for us if he continues on this vein of form that he's kind of going through at the moment. Um, because you look at the side, we've not got that, especially his pace. He's he's rapid. Like he could be very very useful if he if he keeps it up. Um, obviously being drafted didn't he? the European squad as well so Michael Beale's obviously looking at that thinking we've not really got the options there Um, 
if we we need to stretch the game, if we need to play at pace, I think he's he's a more than viable option. I was happy for him to be honest. I, I really want to see him kick on because it's clear that he's probably going to be here now. I know. I mean, you you as I say, all you do is you you can do is root for the boy and hopefully he does kick on. I think he's going to be a good option for us um, tomorrow night. Definitely coming off the bench, maybe. Um, but he's definitely going to be a good option in the squad. No, definitely. And then Sam Lammers, the formations on this uh, website are always a bit messed up. I don't think Sam Lammers was really playing through the middle. But for me, I can't even comment on what he did because he did nothing. He absolutely done nothing. Um, and I, I like the guy. I think he's a a humble kind of looking guy. Obviously, has the frame about him, the technicality, uh, technicality. So it's just that's a difficult one. Like. Obviously, he plays in that position that we've had with, um, with Malik Tillman last season. And for him to come in there, it's going to probably take time again because obviously he's played as a centre-forward for most of his career. To drop back and sort of play a different role is going to take time, I think. But um, there should be somebody knocking on his door that isn't anymore uh, for the Morris game. So we'll obviously get on to that one. But Serio <laughs> uh, Dessers, I was impressed. Again, he was unlucky with the one that he went through on goal that got chopped off again probably not much in it um, he had one in this first half as well but it was a sort of acrobatic volley tipped over the bar obviously then gives away another penalty I brought some like mate see when we get corners you want to just get out of the box um, <laughs> but seeing him obviously in the stadium he was he was frustrated he was he felt like his body language and stuff when the referee went over the mo- the, mo- uh, the bar monitor he looked dejected. He looked like a guy who was kind of not again, kind of like, when am I going to kind of catch a break? But fair play to him for stepping up, taking the penalty that we got, uh, getting us back into the game and providing the assist for Danilo. I, I thought um, I was impressed with Dessers. He looks a lot more fitter. He was chasing stuff down. I liked his work rate. And just hopefully more of that to come because he's, got, he's got, going to be a big player this season if we um, have any success. Any success at all, mate, absolutely. But I mean, let's be honest, <clears throat> with this game here, we were all we were all expecting a good three or four for this. And I mean, obviously we're through. We've got now we've now got a chance to, to win this competition. We should be winning this competition. Um obviously Celtic going out. Um but I I'm just I'm a bit bit obviously still early doors and that, but come on, you, we all know we should be we should be hammering them. No, there's there's no question. We should not be struggling at home, Morton. <laughs> it shouldn't be this way at all. The first half, like as I say, Matondo impressed me. I thought he was the one. If anything was going to happen, it was going to be through him. There was absolutely not. It was just like watching nothing. It was like nothing was on that pitch. Most for the, like that's most of his game so far as a manager. Let's be honest with ourselves here. So far, and obviously we're going to get on it. Massive, massive game tomorrow. And I want to at least have an idea of what we're going to do. Um, also, we're going there. But I mean, for me, but this should it should be three or four. I know you're not given the right to beat any team or what have you, but for us, I mean... This, this should have been a momentum builder going into the PSV game. This should have been a, a game where we were all a bit more hanging spirit. We kind of knew what we were doing. Um, yet again, we're, we're sitting here going, what is going on? And I mean, also now Celtic are out. If we don't win this competition, I'm sorry. No, if we if we don't win the cup, it's like there is no excuses. Like again, you can, as you say, there'll be Morton. You're not given any right to beat anybody, but absolutely not. But still, with the players, the quality we've got, we should be turning up and put three or four past them. That's no. that's just my rules. Um, <clears throat> especially signings. 
you know what I mean? Looking at Lammers and you're looking at like you're expecting him to maybe get one or two. No. Yeah. Aye. I, I was again just kind of happy we get through. There was nothing really much else to comment on this game uh, apart from Yanis Hadji. Um, looked like a man possessed. I'm not going to lie. When I see him warming up and he was obviously training with the ball boys and stuff, I like that for Hadji. It's just it's, you don't need to do that, but I, I feel like it's just a testament to kind of his character. Um, but when he was warming up during the game, AI, he just looked like a guy who was like, I'm going to just murder MD on this pitch like, if I don't go on. Obviously, he got on after we went 1 0 down. I think it was a triple change at the time. He was bright, he was positive. He had a couple of uh, opportunities that just went wide. One good save for the keeper. Um, and he impressed me. He impressed me in the role that Sam Lammers has yet to impress me in. And I'm thinking, right. This game's coming around the corner. PSV, he stake a claim. Obviously, you, <clears throat> you see his press conference after the game as well. He's pretty vocal on his decision. He wants to be playing football. That's all he wants to do. And he feels like he's not getting the opportunity to do that at the moment. And that's not on Michael Beale. He respects his decision, but he doesn't agree with it. And I thought there were some strong words. It was nice to see a, a player coming out and kind of saying it how it is for him, for himself. Because <clears throat> let's be real. He's a player with, with immense quality. He's coming back off a year. Uh, he's slowly finding his way back into playing probably his best football. He's still pre-season behind him. And he's not got the opportunities he's really wanted yet. Again, you look at Michael Bue's press conference from today now, after him being dropped out the the European squad, it certainly looks like Yanis Hadji will be kind of moving on uh, this summer. And I know you're obviously a big fan of Yanis Hadji when we've done our... Um, Tier right. list for who we would get ready. I personally put him in there. I, I felt that we we're going to bring in more quality that it would allow us to get rid of Yanis Hadji, but I don't feel that we've really strengthened that area of the pitch that much at all. Um, obviously, that was when we were pretty much signing Malik Tillman on it. So that obviously fell through. Sam Lammers, you've got Dowell, you've got uh, Cantwell, <clears throat> you've got players that can play there, but I just don't feel like any of them are kind of. I feel like that's Hadji's best position. I feel like when he takes a game, he, he teams he can he can provide a lot of threat. And we've seen it in Europe. I mean, if it wasn't for his goal away to Bronby, we probably wouldn't we, we were out of the Europa League. Uh, he's two against Braga when we win the game. I think he's I just find the decision today personally for me baffling <laughs> that you leave the guy out of the team. Yeah, I mean it's, it makes no sense to me personally. As I say, I watched them. Last Champions League home game, and he was on the touchline, as you say, Walman, and he was just, he looked desperate to get on that part. Constantly looking over to Michael Beale, like, get me in, get me in, and then obviously Beale eventually got him in. I just think, I get it, it's a 50-50 thing for most fans, really, do you know what I mean? Most fans would say, nah, cut your losses and, and get a couple of million in, and other fans like myself really want to see this guy be given a chance and kick on. I'm not saying he's, do you know what I mean, the best thing since sliced bread, but I think he's a good enough option for us, especially the morning night against a really tough opposition to come on or, or be a starter. I know people were obviously, like yourself, are calling for him to start tomorrow night. I just think there's quality there. And as you say, coming off that, that massive injury for himself, it's yet really properly for me to get the full full chance to show what he can do properly. Um, but I just, I think it's a massive mistake personally to let this guy go. If he's going to go, also goes with the best wishes and you hope he goes to a real team where he can show his qualities, but just a bit slightly... Who are we bringing in? Do you know what I mean? Is that, he, that's, on about that's, that is my problem with the whole situation. Who are you bringing in then? You're talking about uh, outgoings, um, but I won't really bring in unless they're going to add to the Champions League kind of squad, bro. 
I ain't seen nothing that tells me some of these players are, you know what I mean, forward-wise, are Champions League. So I'm yet to see anything for, for them. Obviously, still early doors, but I'm not saying Giannis Adji, do you know what I mean, he's, a, he's going to be like massive thing. I just think he's so he's still still a lot of potential there, and we haven't really yeah. seen that potential yet. Also, a massive injury. But I love the boy, mate. I think he's just a sweethearted guy. I mean, you want to keep him for just the fact promoting all alone. You know what I mean? Look at him in that jersey. The ladies are, the ladies are flying in Jack. To get their jerseys just with a chance to meet Yanis Hadji. Um, but I generally just think it's a massive it's one where it should be handled a lot better. And I respect the fact that after that game he turned around and he said, No, listen, I want to be playing minutes, I want to show what I can do, I want to get on that park. And obviously Bill's uh obviously he's took it, but I just think Bill just die on you go. I don't know, it's just for me it feels like aye, on you go, mate. You know it's this this is the kind of problem I've had with Michael Bill so what, far what this season is is just kind of dropping players out and you don't really have the full story. I mean, the one that springs to my mind straight away is when uh, Red Van Yelmas, uh, Olympiakos at home in the friendly, I think it was, he threw him under the bus for a mistake he made when Borna Barisic is again making mistakes to, co- to cover him. It's just... That's something as well, obviously, see the day in the press conference where he was happy to go into the fact that Yanis Hadji and his agent have been looking behind closed doors and that. And then somebody <laughs> went asked him about the Malik Tillman deal and he didn't really want to get into it properly fully and discuss it which fair play there but you're happy just to talk about the fact that Yanis Hadji's more likely going out the door um, when it could be a real real option for the modern night's game as I say it's, it's baffling to me some of the decisions that, that get made and yet again I know everyone's split on him but for me I rate him highly I think he's a quality young player and I think if you give him the chance he will he will deliver and he will show no, I, I think, again, as you say, it's a split decision. I'm, I'm in the, the camp now anyway for seeing him this season. I think he's been good at centre midfield. I think, <clears throat> as I say, he provides that different option for you. And um, especially in a game like um, like like tomorrow night's one, a player who can stand up and be counted in Europe and has done for us in the past, getting back into full fitness with a nice cameo against, again, it's only Morton. We get that. But um, Sam Lammers failed to impress, and I feel that, that that position was up for grabs, and Hadji would be the one that I would slot in if uh, he take that position. But there's obviously been some discussions had, and as you say, there's been agent stuff behind the scenes, and I probably expect Hadji to, to move on. But again, it's not the 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 case that I'm so sad to let lose Hadji. It's like I don't feel we're going to bring anybody in to re- replace him. I don't feel that we're going to bring another capable player that we'll probably get what he signed a new deal recently probably between about five six million for for Hadji I would imagine I think if if you're you can still go and buy a player with, with that money that will come in anyway if you're obviously talking between three four or if it does rise to about five or six like you can go and buy a capable player to come in I just don't feel like we're going to. I just feel like this time last year when Gio won the game VPSV and he was buzzing, he was excited about getting new players in and we didn't deliver, I feel like that's going to happen again. I feel like we're kind of, we're going to get rid of Hadji and we're going to get rid of um, maybe a couple of others that he said and are we going to bring anybody else in? I don't know. Uh, the squad is bloated. It's like, you've got Scott Wright hanging about still. It's like, that's how bad it is. I mean, um, you can't get rid of there. players. You've got Kamara. I mean, how long have we been trying to get rid of him for this summer? Like everybody's just like just leave. Like he's back in training the other day. It's like what is happening here? Um, I I just think I uh, we need to get players obviously off the wage bill, but you need to come bring a couple more players in. I would imagine, and Michael Beal coming out and saying oh if they improve the starting eleven, then I 
I'm like, mate, what are you talking about? Like, you've brought in Kieran Dow, who will improve a squad, but is he a starting? Is he going to improve that starting eleven? I don't think he does personally. Um, similar to do John Sterling again. Like, you're looking at the players that came in. Obviously, you're building a squad, but I think he goes back on a lot of his comments all at the time. Um, and again, as I say. It wouldn't be the case here. I would be distraught if we lost Haji. If we get money back in and we reinvest it in a player that Michael Beale sees fit for him, definitely go that route. He's a manager. But I just don't feel that it's... I just don't feel it's worth it. Ah, oh, well, listen, I'm, as I say, I'm Team Haji, man. I just... I really back the guy. I think he's a, a quality player. But as you're saying there as well, I, I could understand it if you were... Haji has to go for us to bring in a quality player, somebody that's going to add to the squad and take us to that next level. But as you're saying... Don't think we're going to bring in. The one comment that annoys me all the time is, see when he turns around and he goes, I'm not guaranteeing MD minutes. Well, that's a blatant face lie because none of these players are coming in. If you don't guarantee them they're going to play, guarantee mm-hmm. them their minutes and try and fight for the Champions League. I think pe- people that do- uh, obviously do and stuff, I think those guys are good for, for the league, but you can't tell me they're, they're Champions League quality, do you know nah. what I mean? I, I, and again, that's where I think Michael Beale kind of goes back on his word at times where he, he's only buying players that improve the starting 11. He's buying players that obviously improve the squad. Just say that. Like, Just say you're buying players that are building the squad that you want to play because, aye, it's just it's a difficult situation. You've obviously got, what, 10 days left of the transfer window, so there's going to be a lot of movement, I would imagine, if Michael Beale's to be, to be right, right. So, Well, but the, the thing for me as well, obviously, you're talking about getting a J Haji. Haji's probably more likely going to go. For me as well, guy, that we, I know we both love, but come on, you're, you've got to be chopping Kimar Roof after Turkey or something. You've got to be trying to get rid of Kimar Roof after books. I know he's he's another one with injuries and what have you, but um, you've got if you're looking to get players off the books, surely you're, you're looking to chop players like Roof off and what have you. I just... Well, that's, that's again, the situation with Kimar Roof's again baffling because he's fit. He showed he came on against Morton. He... He's obviously working back to full fitness as well, and you just hope you get back the player that or a guy that can stay fit, really. And he's not in the the European squad. Obviously, you've got certain slots, and you need to pick a certain amount of players. But aye, when is Roof going to play then? When is he? It's just aye. We just keep going round in circles, really, with the with the whole squad thing, and it's it is bloated. I think there'll be a a, a lot of outgoings um, before the window. It is bloated, but I mean, there's as you say, there's a couple of we would call them tag alongs. You know what I mean? How is Scott Wright as we're talking about here? How is he still here? Flies out to Turkey. I was wondering myself, maybe it was for his teeth, maybe it was something to do, you know, his face or what have you. But aye, it's not no, it wasn't football anyway. I'll tell you that much. I just think, how is he's like that still at the club? Do you know what I mean? He's obviously been selected through the homegrown stuff for the for the game tomorrow, so he'll be on the team tomorrow. He couldn't make the bench for the game against Morton. Aye, there's just there's decisions in this club at the moment, and by the manager, I just I I, I just fail to understand personally. Obviously, obviously Scott Wright will be in the team because he's Scottish, and that's obviously yeah. you get him in. But how how is he not on the bench for Morton then? If you're going to have him as an option against I mean, PSV, or even playing, that's my thing. Question is obviously if Haji, we're more likely Haji is going to leave. Um, where does he go? I feel like the Italian league, something like that would be would be perfect for him. I think playing me. Maybe a middle table kind of Italian team would be good for him. But question is, where do you think Kaji goes? Yeah, I Italy or I think he'll go maybe go to Galatasaray or something. They've always tracked him. Oh. Um they're signing left, right, and centre, man. 
I, I think I will just kind of see what happens. Obviously, the game tomorrow is the most important thing at the moment. Um, we'll need to see what happens on the, the transfer front. But last season, obviously, we provided two strong performances against PSV to get ourselves through into the Champions League. It's now at the point where we're, we're playing them again. They're out for revenge. We're out to obviously do them over again. Um, when it comes to tomorrow night at Ibrox, there should be no motivation needed. These players need to step up. This is, and Michael Beale needs to step up as well because this is real now. This is the biggest game he'll probably have, uh, as I said at the start of the episode, as Rangers manager so far. He's going into a period where he's going to have four massive games coming up um, for these next ones. Obviously, you've got Ross County. Uh, away in the middle of these two I mean that is a tricky fucking place to go I'm already fearing for that one and then obviously you've got Celtic uh, Ibrox after that so this will be the making of this squad and the management team I feel like this is where you where they'll now be judged we've had that period at the start of the season where it's, it's a new team and these players take longer to know each other I don't, want to hear that I don't want to hear that anymore this is into what three or four games into the season this, time. this is when we'll know if players can step up um, to the big occasions and really be counted. Um, the team that I think will play is not that formation. This is just the one that would allow me to put all the players in it. But um, aye, I think it will be Butland, Tavernier, Goldson, Suter, Barisic, Sifuentes, Cantwell, Raskin, Lammers kind of in behind Dessers and uh, Danilo. Um, mm. Obviously, you've got a full forward line there that have played in the Eredivisie. Uh, Lammers has played with PSV through their youth academy and stuff so you're looking at these players deliver against them you delivered against them uh, in the Eredivisie when you were there just there for us now um, we need to take a, a, a result over there you've seen how tough it was last season they came at us and it was hard to deal with I mean they had chances and on another day they probably absolutely thump us over there Um Last season, they had Xavi Simons as well, who came on off the bench. Like They had so much quality in that side. Um, they've still got that quality. Obviously, they've signed Noah Lang, Malik Tillman's there, and they've still got a really strong back line. Um, Benitez is still in goal, Sangari, Veerman, Bakayoko, who's had a good start to the season. So they've got really, really strong players. Um, and they bring through that youth well as well. They've got Babadi coming in, uh, centre-attacking midfield. They've got a strong team. Um, it's going to take a, an absolutely heroic task for this team to overcome it on two legs on the basis of what we've seen so far this season. Absolutely. I would say the most crucial thing for them is probably their coach. Twice now he's played us, two different teams. So he's obviously going to know what exactly it's like here. Um, but it'll be massive. And you're talking about the quality in the team as well. You know, saying that boy for Barcelona, that American. Nah, it's Sergio Dest is in the team and travel as well. You're in, for a, you're in for a long night, bro. You, uh, I mean, the, we are in for a long night. I feel like honestly, the quality in their team is fantastic. And then it, it just comes down to us, as I say, if we can get past a quality team like this, I mean, my it God, it gives I mean, you more confidence be, going into what's to come. More belief, more belief, more confidence. Um, I've got more belief and confidence with that goalkeeper and goals. Um, if we can get repeat with that Tom Lawrence free kick, that would be that'd be smashing. <laughs> um, but no, big big night now. This is a business time. This is where you turn up. This is where you were signed for. This is where we see the actual quality you've got. And I mean, it's 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 a massive task over the two legs. Personally, for me, I'm I'm nervous, man. I'm really nervous because I I've just not seen anything so far to tell me that we're good enough to get past a team like this. And especially yeah. experienced like this, as I say, who's going to know how to manage this game? Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a massive task, as you say, for the players and for Michael Beale. This is 
This is where you earn your big bucks. This is where Michael Beal earns his gravy. Um, so this this is where Michael Beal could literally change the opinion of me, you, and so many other fans on what's happened this, this season. See if you go and provide us two strong performances in this tie and get us into Champions League. I don't think we'll complain. Um, for what we've saw, if if you go and just fight for Everton, then some I actually forgot to mention in the the Morton game. Um, was the missed chances? Uh, obviously, Dessels had that one where he, the goalie saved it. Hadji had a couple. Um, Daniel had another one after his goal that just went by the post. Sima hit the bar. These are chances that cannot be missed in games like this. We need to take every possible opportunity to score. And I'm thinking back in my head, actually, just watching <laughs> uh, Tom Lawrence on the screen there. Um, the free kick was obviously a blunder. Um, but the equalizers for Antonio Cholak was one of the best goals we scored last season. Teamwork, like the Davis into Tavernier, the cross was perfect and the finish was was absolutely perfect as well into the bottom corner. Do you believe Dessels or Daniel or Lammers is capable of providing that sort of finish if needed? For me, I've not seen anything yet that suggests that. I think Cholak was a, a, a fox in a box. That was his game all day long. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just proves you like, if you do the combination as well and the players all work together, there's, there, these chances will come. Well, it'll come all, all night, but I'm just getting, as I say, pre initions or what have you, already Tavernier arguing with people or what have you, and people getting frustrated. But as I say, just turn up, give us everything you've got, show us why you were signed. My Brazilian Donny, I need to see it tomorrow night. I need you to put two or three in the net. I know, obviously, Bill was talking about how we need to set up for a, a difficult second leg. Forget the second leg, but I want you to play with Everton's on this game. I want I want you to blow them away. Um. But as I say, I wouldn't mind a 1-0 and then obviously we'll sit back for the second leg. James Sands, you might have come back for that game, mate, and just... <laughs> no, but I'm really, as I say, I'm I'm expecting a tough challenge. I rate this team very highly and as I say, the coach has got the experience against us. He, know, he knows exactly what this game's all about, so we'll yeah. see. Yeah, we'll see and you've got to look at your players that obviously get rested at the weekend. Tavernier, Suter, Barisic, Raskin, Cantwell... They need to have big games. Cantwell was everybody's looking at him as the main man now. Every single person. He is the main guy. He's putting stuff up on Instagram and he can do what he wants online. But he needs to go and deliver now if he's putting stuff like that online. Um and I See believe I Can we can we get a video of Cantwell singing Chris Brown? I'll take you there. Can we just no, we'll get if that? go on his Instagram, you can get that one as well. Everybody will be singing the modern night, if we go and get a proper result um, against a, a really, really good side, as you say, PSV are, are a strong team. Um, obviously started the season well. I think they've scored 12 goals in the last three or four games. So they score goals. We need to keep them out. We need to start scoring goals. <laughs> and um, aye, it's going to it's going to fair for a, a good matchup, I think. like Obviously going into the Champions League is never an easy task, but we've got it all to do tomorrow. Players need to step up um, and Michael Beal needs to get his game plan. Down to a T. Down to a T, and it would be nice for Rangers to play well for a full 90 minutes and not 45. Um, that would be nice, but as I say, big night, massive night, and I would like to see these players turn up and obviously show why they were signed. Nah, this is it now, as you say. Honeymoon period is over. Um, we need to start providing results Isn't and it? see the identity of this team now. Business run now, as you say. T- tough Champions League games, Old Firm. Ross County, tough run. This is where we see why you were signed for me personally. No more excuses with this whole, oh, we're just getting used to it. No, no more of that BS. You get paid the big bucks, you turn up. Performances are more night, please. Nah, and nah, that's the episode of 
talked about Avon. We could obviously the game tomorrow. Um, we'll look forward to it and we'll we'll have um coverage on that um next week and then obviously we've got the the Ross County game coming up as well. So plenty to talk about next week again. Um, aye, it's all just kind of happening fast. I just I'm I'm looking towards this game tomorrow and just thinking just geese a performance Rangers. It's all that needs to happen. Just Dessers as you're doing there, just geese one of the the goals at the back post. Danilo as well. Like, aye, let's hopefully deliver. Let's hopefully it'd be magic if we could go and get a two now or three one or something. Take two goals over to the Eindhoven. Don't sit on anything. Again, like we did in Morton. Sitting on two one. Just go for the fucking kill. Please do that tomorrow if we've got the opportunity to do so. So aye. We'll um be back next week uh with another episode covering PSV. Looking forward to the game in Eindhoven and obviously looking at the Ross County game. So we'll see you then.